in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do what needs to be done. Oh God, that you would touch my heart and my mind. God, that you would touch the people like never before. Hide me behind the cross, give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven that I rightly divide the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, this is the hour that we have to truly seek the will of God. That we have to truly do what God is calling us to do. Please submit yourself. Humble yourself. One of the things that came to me before I bring this message. David got in trouble. The prophet came to him and gave him three options. But David used wisdom. And he let God make the decision about how he was going to punish him. That's the way we need to be with God. We let him choose what is good for us and our punishment. David had wisdom to trust God. And if you don't trust God in this hour, you're going to choose your own punishment. You're going to choose And when you make your own choice, when you choose your own decisions of how you want it done, you may not make it back. Jeremiah 2.19. Your own wickedness will correct you and your backsliding will reprove you. That means reject, rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an what evil and a bitter thing that you have forsaken the Lord your God. And the fear of me is not in you. And this is the hour where we are. Y'all looking at Beyonce, y'all looking at all of this crazy stuff, but God is looking at the church. Your eyes are in every other place, but it's not where it needs to be. You need to evaluate your own life. Evaluate where you sit at in God, not where you think that you sit at. But you better know where you sit at in God. Because God is going to let you pick and choose your judgment in this hour. Because you have lifted up your will to your own self and you've made your own self an idol. You think that you know it all. You think you educate. I'm going to tell you, my education don't mean a doggone thing. You choose your own way. You pick and do whatever you want. And then you listen to the world and say, this is the hour you do your best life. You do what you want to do. You cannot do that and think that you could be a partaker of this thing. The doors of the Gentiles is closing. People that were saved, people that were strong in God, they are leaving. They're leaving God. And they're serving another God, and they think that it's the real God. Because of the strong delusion that's in the land. 
and you better stop following behind a man pastor and a woman pastor, the five-fold ministry. You better follow behind whatever God is telling you to follow behind. Because whatever judgment they have, you take the same judgment. You say you got the Holy Ghost. You say you love the Lord, but why are you following after all of these gods in the land? That's why God defeated all of them before they left out of, the, out of Egypt. He defeated their gods to prove that there was no other God. What do you think that he's going to do now? I forgot. That's what they tell you. The Old Testament has gone away, but let me tell you something. He said, eat the old book. And God is going to do what he's always done, defeated every other God that's in this land. Because man is wicked and corrupt. And no good thing dwelleth in the flesh, nor the mind. If that mind is not cultivated, dipped in the blood of Jesus Christ, and fire baptized and born again, don't tell me about your salvation, but you better be born again. And you better stay to God. Because these same demons you're dealing with, they're going to overtake you. If I was going to pick a thought, it would be, they tricked me. We're going to be in Jeremiah, excuse me, Joshua, the ninth chapter. Joshua, the ninth chapter, started at verse 1 through 16. And then I'm going to pick it up 22 through 23. 1 Samuel 28, 7 and 8. If God allow me, 1 Corinthians 1, 27 through 28. They tricked me. There's a whole lot of things going on in this hour and people under strong delusion. When you under strong delusion, huh, you already been tricked. You already been bamboozled. You've already been swindled. Huh? And one of the things about the enemy, when he knows that he's already got you under his control, he's easy to manipulate you to trick other people. And therefore, not only you're out of place, you're allowing the enemy to use you to get other people out of place. Huh? You got to understand something. Just like God needs a body, huh? the enemy enemy needs a body to work what he's got to do in the land. Huh? And the enemy's using saved folks against saved folks. Huh? And you need to understand what is happening and you want to know why your life is the way it is. Huh? You just under strong delusion. Huh? You have allowed the enemy huh, to come in and trick you and deceive you. Huh? You allow the enemy to come in and swallow you out of your blessing. Huh? God bless you. Huh? And now you don't have nothing to show for it. Huh? You want to know what is happening. Huh? How did I get in this crazy place in my life? Huh? Why I'm about to lose my mind. Huh? I done lost my heart, my car, and my children are fleeing from me. Huh? What in the world is going on? Huh? I serve the Lord. Huh? I pay my tithes and offering. Huh? But somewhere down the road, huh? I allowed the enemy to trick me. How did I get into this place? It was a time I was way down the road in the Lord. And now, I'm nowhere near my purpose. I'm farther back. And I don't know how to get there. That's one of the things about the enemy when he 
takes you off course. He plays with your mind. That's why you're going to find out a whole lot of people that save. They got a lot of mind problems. You're going to find out the enemy, how he's dealing with the mind. He's taking people down. He's taking them in a place in a subconscious of their mind that they never been before. And people operating in the lower part of themselves. And you want to know how in the world that you got here. You allow the enemy to come in. You allow the enemy to come in and trick you and deceive you. You allow the enemy to move you out of the place that God had for you. Whether it's on your job, whether it's in you with your kids, whether it's in the church place. You got to watch the enemy. You got to be the watching on the wall at all times. You got to sharpen your sword and your spirit like never before. You need to ask God to give you a sharper discernment. You need to understand that the God wants to give you the work of the miracles. You need to know how to work a miracle in the midst of something that even can't even be worked out. You need to have the voice of God living inside of you. You need him to tell you which way to go, what to do. You need God to come in and do everything that you cannot do because you limit yourself. You allow the enemy to come in and trick you and deceive you. Just like now, your mind is everywhere else. There's a terrible spirit up in here. You need to understand something. You can't get out of it. You can read that word, but if you ain't got no revelation, and if you're not in the place that God can deal with you, it don't mean nothing. There's some people trying to eat the dessert, but they ain't got the meal. I know I'm in the house. And I ain't no further down the road because you're still doing your own way in a rebellious state. You want to do it your way. But God is going to allow something to come in the land. And if you're not rooted and grounded in God, it's going to take you over. You are looking crazy. You are split-minded, double-minded. And the enemy still got you going back and forward. And then you want to know why you're in this place. Because you're in the house don't mean you're in the house. I've been deceived. Outwit. Someone by being cunning or skillful. I'm giving you the definition of tricked. Duped. Misled. And I looked up the word deceive. I'm going to tell you about the lying demons up in here. Because they're in your mouth. You sit here and you lie to God. But God said, I'm not going to take your prayers no more. Because I done heard too many of your lies. Somewhere along the line, you allow the enemy to deceive you. Somewhere along the line, you allow your outside influence to come in and overtake you. When you mess with the devil, let me tell you something. When you mess with the devil, don't think that you can come in here and be righteousness and holiness. Because the same demon that you played with out there is still on you. You got the film of it. He'll have you pretend in church in your mind, but it's not even in your heart. I went to get the better of by superior cleverness. So when you out there in the world pretending to be something that you're not, he's already out with you. But he don't care if you come here and jump and shout. 
but you better not go home with it because they're going to make sure they beat you down to smotherings. They're going to wear you out with your tongue. They're going to wear your self-esteem down. They're going to use you and abuse you and tell you nothing and tell you better do what I say do. And they use strong surf over you. And you want to know why you under such a strong delusion. You want to know why you don't have no strength and power. Why you can't rebuke the devil off of you. You need to understand something. God is calling his people in this latter day army for you to hearken to the voice of God. That you can be a full prepared soldier for what's coming on the earth. Because if your soul is not aching in God, you're going to be a castaway. And you're going to stand before the throne. And you're going to say, I did this and I did that. But God said, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I called you out of Egypt 12, 13 years ago, and you still went back after I brought you back. The Bible says, don't forget the Lord thy God. It was him that brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And you forgot that it was the Lord thy God that saved you when the devil was trying to take your mind. You forgot when the devil was in that body acting crazy. You got to remember all these things that God has done for us. And we're still going back and playing with the devil. You don't want to leave that lifestyle alone. You always want somebody to tell you what to do. And then when they tell you to do it, then you think that's not God. Because you feel like you know more than the pastor. But I swear notice on you. Can't nobody know more than the pastor. God will have you sitting out there with your own church. But you got to understand something. It looks easy when the anointing is on you to do it. When you operate in your calling. God is placing people in the earth to help the people to get into their calling. So they can possess the raw uncommon power of the Holy Ghost. But we allow the enemy. To trick us up even in the midst of after God has brought his great power. There's a thin line between the flesh and the spirit. One can always overshadow the other. When you're not in the spiritual place in God, you don't understand how the enemy come in. And by the time you realize that he's in, he's already overcome you. But those that are walking in the spirit, those are being subject to the power of God. You will know what God is saying and doing. You will know what God is speaking at all times because your eyes are sharpened to what the spirit is saying and what God is doing in this hour. God is raising up people in this hour and God wants you to clean up your life. God wants you to understand what is going on, that you do not be a castaway in this hour. There's going to be so many pastors going to fall away. There's going to be so many sheep going to fall away in this hour. And what is going to happen when your best friend, it becomes a castaway. You're going to become a castaway and a casualty because they have missed God. You better stop trying to be entangled with people. You better learn how to stand alone and be a soldier and know what God is calling you to do. The Bible says endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You're going to have to learn how to endure. What is happening is the people are so weak. They're so malnutrition in the word. They be coming to a place that they always want milk but they're never coming up into the meat of the word. They're never coming up into the revelation or who Jesus Christ is. You need to understand what God is saying. You need to understand the revelation in which God is speaking to the people. God is saying come up! I'm calling you to be a strong soldier in this hour because the enemy is coming in. He's going to trick everything this week. He's going to tear down. The Bible says if I don't shorten the days, 
even the very lack are going to be deceived. Why would you think that you're in that stage of being the very lack? Not even I. But I have to continue to walk this thing. The Bible says not the one that endures the walk the race the fastest, but it's the one that endures. You better learn how to endure some things. You better learn how to take some things. You better understand what God is saying and doing this hour. You need to understand something. You need to see what Joshua was going through. Joshua had already did the battle at Jericho and now he was at the battle of Ai. And then guess what? He allowed the Gibeonites to trick him. You need to understand what the enemy is doing. You can be at the height and win the greatest battle, but the enemy will come in and he'll trick you. They never ask God what they should do. They do it by what they see. They went by their five senses and they allowed the enemy to come in and trick them by what they see, by what they were wearing, by their food. And that's the way the enemy comes in. You are deceived. But you got it all together. Joshua was the number one man after Moses left. Some people think because you won a few victories. Remember, there's always one battle at least you will lose. But if you lose it, you better learn how to get back on course. And they got deceived. But they never ask God what to do. Sometimes you get so out there, you get so proudful of yourself, and you just get all that, I got it going on, and this and that. But guess what? But if you don't ask God, God will let you go out there and be a castaway. God will let you go out there and get defeated in your life because you think that you want this and that. You think that you're anointed. You think that you got this and that. But guess what? When you step outside of yourself, the Bible says before pride comes, then there's a fall. A lot of times we don't understand why God allowed these things to happen. You be looking like, God, you did all of this because you just think that God is going to do it the way he did it the last time. But you got to seek the Lord in all things, no matter what it is, small and great, so God can come into your life, so God can do what he needs to do in your life. You need to understand something. Nobody is greater than nobody else. But there are some people that God is calling out to lead a people and God is letting you know that all of you got callings, all of you got missions in your life but if you cannot obey God and man they're not going to respect you and they listen to the lies that them men told them and they say they were an ambassador ambassador is somebody that comes from another country Represented in an official way. They were lying the whole time. And Joshua and the elders fell for it. Who is tricking you because you'd have won a few battles? Who's deceiving you? Can you see behind the words? Can you understand what they're saying? The only way that you will understand the enemy is that you got to stay in God's face and everything that's been approached to you and given to you because every idea is not a good idea. It's not a godly idea. Every money is not godly money. 
You need to see this and understand what you're dealing with. But we get caught up in the people but never getting caught up in the God. Because you ever notice, we always saying that that person looks nice and neat, they should be okay. But them the worst ones. I ain't never seen a gangster that was badly dressed. We get deceived by people because of their words, because they play on our emotions. And look at everything that is happening in our lives. And Joshua fell for it. The Gibeonites' deception was, was clever and, and, says, and therefore powerful. So you got to understand something. There's a, an exchange of power. The clever the person is, the more power they have to influence you to do what they want you to do. Things are not the way they appear to be. You have to have the eyes of God to see behind what they're saying to you. And some of you right now are in a terrible state of being tricked by the same thing over and over again. And you want to know after everything is said and done, how did you end up in this place? Because every time you engage in the same thing, it takes your anointing away or puts it in a place that God continues to go down and down and down. And you're not going to be able to engage and do what God has called you to do because you continue to go back and allow people to trick you and swindle you out of things. And one of the things about the enemy, he's always going to try to bring somebody in your life to take your anointing. He don't care about the flesh. He don't care about your gifts and talent. He cares about the anointing that God has given you that you can be more powerful in doing the gifts and the talents. And you need to understand this. That's why everybody can't run a Fortune 500 dollar, for Fortune 500 business. Everybody can't... Uh, Operating this and that. Everybody can't do this and that or musical or whatever it is. You got to understand something. Enemy is always going to try to come in because he sees the greater purpose in your life, even though you think that it's nothing. Y'all notice something. Everybody that's got a really a calling and anointing, that is not what they really want to do. They always want to do something that's going to help them in the outside world, but never something that's going to be on the inside. But see, enemy has that trick on you, and then the outside world continues to use and abuse you. That's why you're still making $10 an hour on your job, where if you were to deal with God, say, dude, God would have had you being unlimited in your income. But see, that's the way the enemy comes in and tricks us, because we are under this strong delusion. We're living in Babylon, and Babylon is always going to tell you what to do with this and that, and that's what they've done. But then we want to know why 20, 30 years in our life, things are ending up like this because we follow what the laws of Babylon said but we never sought God for the different things that we decided to do in our lives and we end up in a place that God cannot even use us because we're so damaged we're so wounded we're always in a place that our minds is constantly going on and on and on and then we'll sit here and blame God but yet you did not consult God and then you allow the Gibeonites to come in your life and trick you and deceive you you better wise up you better arm yourself likewise with the things that God is calling you to do. You better rise up and be a soldier of Jesus Christ that you can do what God is calling you to do. That you will not let the enemy come in and trick you because if he got you, he's going to get your children because you will open up demonic doors and what you feel like you don't overcome, it'll fall into your children.
They tricked me. They fooled me. They deceived me. And it's sad that you allow the same devil to come in and deceive you over and over again, and they don't care. Matter of fact, they don't even like you. I ain't never seen a demon that liked a person. Not a godly person. Now, if you already, in matter of fact, the ones that he's already using, he don't like them. He just got them under a place that he can use them at will. But with a Christian, he's got to constantly come in and break you down. And this is why when you start going into a place and a deeper place in your life and you're starting to withdraw from the things of God, it's a breaking down process. The enemy just doesn't come in and break down a strong tower. You need to understand what is happening. This has been a process. I'm telling you to put a fork in the road and that you stop and evaluate where you are in God and see that the things that's coming in your life, that's coming in to deceive you, coming in to break you down. And the one thing I know about the enemy, he'll use the same trick over and over again just another day just another time and sees her but it's the same game and if you're not wise as a serpent and cunning as a dove the enemy will come in and deceive you listen carefully I am sending you out like sheep among wolves so be wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove but have no self-serving agendas. You become like the person that deceived you and if their spirit is over you and you are acting like them, you cannot hide and people come here and try to hide who they really are. But you don't already let them overtake you. That's why when the Holy Spirit takes over us, we operate in that character. But when you allow the enemy to come in and overtake you, you operate in that spirit. You can change back and forth like a snake. There are some snakes that operate according to whatever their environment is. They can change to be ground. They can change to be green or whatever it is. And what they do, they come in here and they camouflage themselves. But yet, this, the enemy is still working within them. Because they are betraying to be something that they're really not. And they will always reach for God, but God will be reaching for them. Your own. You're picking your own punishment. You're sentencing your own self by the things that you do in the presence of God. The reverence of God in the presence of God is leaving. Ichabod is going to be on the people's doors as well as the house. When the prophet couldn't get his children in line and he was causing Israel to sin, he had years to get it together, but he didn't. He lost his son. And when the daughter-in-law had the baby, she named it Ichabod because that means the spirit of the Lord is departing. The spirit of the Lord is departing in this hour because God's people are not doing what they're supposed to do. They're still trying to do this and that and then camouflage themselves in the church. And now what is happening now, that God is pulling the covers off so you're in the house of God, but yet you're really already exposed. It's just that God is just opening the people's eyes so they can really see even more. Because those that are really aimed and armed for the things of God and really doing what God is calling them to do, they will always see the truth. They, even though they may not tell you the truth, they will see it. They just let you do what you want to do. I'm telling you what is happening. So you are already sentencing yourself by what you're doing. The Bible tells you that. We need to be like David. We know we done done wrong. 
Just come clean with God. God speaks three ways. He speaks to you. He speaks through the word. He'll send a prophet. He sends a prophet when you're not listening to the other two. And God was telling him, don't be like the people that you're going to deal with out in the world. Don't be like them. But I'm sending you out to the world, and I know what is in the world. But I don't want you to be like them, but be wise as a serpent and cunning as a dog. But don't be like the cunning snake. I'm going to go here. I want to talk about Saul. You don't have to go to 1 Samuel 28 and 7 through 8. When the Lord, he left Saul. And he could not hear God. I told you it's a process of being disobedient. You don't understand that you've been in this cycle for a while. You think that you just walked into it because one of the things about the enemy, he knows how to manipulate time within your brain. King saw a visit to the witch of Endor. He tried to trick her and he got exposed. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes and he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night. And he said, please conduct a seance for me and bring up for me the one I shall name. I looked up seance, a meeting at which people attempt to make contact with the dead through the agent of a medium. And this is what God spoke to me this morning. Isn't that what we do with people in our lives? We go back to the dead things that God told us to leave. And we make contact with people to hook up with old friends. They're the mediums. So what God is saying is, huh, I done left this person, huh, but I know this person knows somebody, so the enemy makes sure I connect to the medium to go back to the old. And I'll give you a revelation of Jesus Christ. And they are the familiar spirit. With both worlds, you and the friend, they are just the medium in your life. And he gave me that this morning. But you looking at a medium is that lady down there in Virginia Beach. But who's the one that's coming in your life, being the medium to the hookup to something old? are dead in your life. 
Let's go to Joshua 9. I'm just going to read verse 22 and 23. Then Joshua called for them, and he spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us? They deceived you because you didn't go to God. Isn't it something how we walk into something think we under we got it under control? The very thing that you think that you got under control is the very thing that the serpent is a standing above you. Pharaoh's headdress had a serpent above what him. Because he saw an opportunity. Be careful the headdress that you're wearing. He said, you shall wear a crown. So Joshua's questioning these people. But I want you to see how the enemy will play a good game on you. This thing was thought out. The enemy thinks out how he's going to do Tasha. It's well planned out. It's not with just their clothes, but it was with the food and the appearance. You see how swift, swift and cunning Satan is? How he uses people to get you off course? And we're based on a decision about what we're seeing in our heart. It's time now to wisen up about your heart decisions. They don't make them godly decisions in your life. It's time to come out now. It's time to come clean with God. And when you come clean with God, that's when the anointing will come back. And it'll overshadow you. That you can see. That you can operate in the nine gifts of the Holy Ghost power. Wisdom, knowledge, prophecy, healing, working of miracles, tongues, interpretation, discernment, faith. You can't move without faith. Ain't no way in the world you're going to have one foot out there and one foot in here and think that, the, that you're going to operate with faith. That it will be limited because he'll have you operating out there in another demon, in a spirit. And then he'll have you sitting here second-guessing yourself, everything that the pastor's saying, everything that the prophet's saying, because he does not want you to operate. He does not want you to get into that place that you can operate in God. That's why when people come in from backsliding or whatever it is, or if they act in the world doing all kind of crazy stuff, that's why they have a hard time flowing in the spirit. That's why they're always looking and discerning wrong. Anywhere in the world, God is not going to let that happen. God will warn you one or two or three times, a thousand times. But then when God changes the door and moves on in your life and you don't understand why God is not moving, he gave you that grace and mercy. Before he allowed the Assyrians and the Babylonian captivity to come, he sent word for them years and years and years before all of these things came into their lives. You need to understand what God is saying. Huh? This time and these doors are closing now. Huh? The doors of the Gentiles are closing. Huh? You better not be playing Russian roulette with your life. Huh? You better not be playing Russian roulette with your salvation. And knowing that God is always going to be there. But yes, he is. But the times are changing. And people are not living holy no more. And this hour, they're not going to have to tell you what kind of life they're living. 
Signs and wonders are going to follow those that believe. There's going to be a presence of God in the midst. Because it's the hour that we're drawing the unsaved. But if you halfway, what are you going to draw? God is moving globally now. We're in an hour now that we could hook up the Zoom and somebody in Africa or China would be in this building looking and getting what they need. He's allowed us to eat off of this table because his people rejected him. Now that door or that dispensation is finna come to an end. The church is going to be raptured up. But there was seven years of tribulation. That's for the, um, the, Hebrew, the Israelites. They are going to be going through those years of tribulation. The church is going to be raptured out. That he can cause them to come into the fold. In order for the next dispensation, he's got to close one in order for the other one to come. But if you're in the church, you're going to be raptured out. When they rejected him, that opened a door for the Gentiles and delayed his second coming and the kingdom of God in the earth. The kingdom of heaven, excuse me, in the earth. That's why it's going to be a millennial reign in the earth. This is going to be the new heaven and the new earth. I'm just telling you the truth. You can study all you want to, but if you don't know how to put it together, you're going to think that you got time and people just talking. You need to understand what you're really in. But the doors of the Gentiles is closing. And the enemy is coming in like a whirlwind. He's going to take everybody he can down from the pulpit to the back door. But our mind is focused on the world and what the world is doing. But we really need to be focused in what God is saying and what God has given us. Jeremiah 9.22. We are very far from you when you dwell near us. That's the way the enemy is. They told him they came from a far place, but he's right there. He's closer than what you think. Now, therefore, you are cursed, and none of you shall be free from being slaves, woodcutters, and water carriers. 
for the house of my God. They tricked me. Um, this is a warning message for you to think about where you really are. We cannot live outside of this word. Get yourself together. Get free and stay free. As I always told you, some of y'all are the key players in your family. If the enemy takes you down, yes, you're going through a lot, but guess what? He hasn't overtaken you. The Bible says just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You better learn how to stand and see what God is saying. And I want you to understand this. I'm going to close it out with this. Jude. One and 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceedingly joy. To God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majestic, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.